All right, welcome, welcome back to the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur Shift the Culture Podcast. Let me start off by apologizing to you guys for last week. Unfortunately, we were unable to do an episode last week. Last week was extremely hectic. Um, it was Easter week, um, and so I was extremely busy, and I was caught running around um, throughout the day. And so I was unable to make it back in time to do a show on last Thursday, which would have been uh, right before Good Friday. Um, so it was an extremely busy day. Uh, so I just want to apologize to you guys for not having a show last week. But I'm back here today, uh, riding solo, all by my lonesome today. I don't know um, if any of the other guys will be joining throughout the broadcast. But as for right now, it's just me. Um... Normally, I don't like just talking to myself, but um, going to have to make it do what it do today. Um, so what I've decided to do is just uh, fill you guys in on essentially what's going on with me in my life and my business. Um, also to give you guys a little bit more of, of my story because I've told condensed versions of my story um, here and there, whether it be on this podcast or on other uh, speaking at other speaking engagements, um, because I've been on quite a few panels and um, I've given a brief rundown of my story and how I started my business and how I uh, became an entrepreneur. And so I'll just go a little bit deeper uh, into how I started the business, how I got it to this point, and now getting to this point where I am right now where I'm now going to take the next step and open my first storefront. So I'm in that process. Um, so let's go back to the beginning. For those that may not know, that may not have heard any of my condensed versions, um, my name is Gregory Cawley II. Um, I started out in the marine industry, actually. I got a job uh, working on ships. My mother got me a job working on a ship. She knew someone that owned uh, the freight ships. And I started working straight out of high school, uh, 16. Well, I graduated at 16, turned 17, and then got a job right after. Um, was working on ships for about 10 years. And um, I got fired in the year 2012. And many of you may know this part. I was, well, at least not me. Men don't get pregnant. But <laughs> my girlfriend was pregnant at the time I got fired. I got fired in February of 2012. Um, at that time... I didn't start this business, the cookie caterer that I'm running right now, as yet. I um, what I did was I had a, a a little bit of a pension that I was you know contributing to while I had a job. Um, so I was trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do after I got fired. Um, and first of all, let's go back a bit. Um, a lot of people when they get fired, they get devastated because it's like the end of the world for them. They've, they've only known this job that's been their only source of income. And a lot of people have taken on so much responsibilities and so much bills at that point that it becomes devastating when they lose that job. And so a lot of people are so devastated when they get fired but me i tell people all the time outside of my daughter being born that was one of the happiest days of my life so i looked at it from a positive aspect hey travis hey guy what's happening everything good what's up welcome welcome my brother you know i just yeah you know just going back into um uh into my story you know i don't like i don't like to talk by myself i like to have other people to have conversations with but um Bye. as i started alone i just was trying to give a little bit more of 
how I started my business because, you know, I've given condensed versions either on this show or on other speaking platforms that I've been on. So I just wanted to give people, you know, a bit more backstory and a little bit more details as to what happened. Because at this point, I am now, I don't know if I told you as yet, but I'm in the process of opening my first store. Um, mm-hmm. We've already got the ball rolling on that, already secured the location, paid for it, just running around, getting all of the uh, paperwork sorted out with uh, updating the business license and all of that stuff, all of that fun <laughs> stuff that we have to do. That whole merry-go-round. Yep, the whole, the, the, the fun part of the journey. <laughs> right. Dealing with the government and getting all this paperwork and all that stuff. So I'm actually deep in that process right now. Um, it's, you know how it is. It's, it's, it can be taxing and stressful because you have to do so much running around and going to so many different places and so much waiting. Um, mm. But, you know, it's a part, it's all part of, of the journey. You know, it's, it's, you have to do it. Can't get around it, so you just have to, you know, suck it up and do it. Um, right. But Travis, um, let's let's get into knowing when it's time to take that next step into expansion. Um, right. Like I don't know if you have had any experience when it comes to like getting bigger and actually hiring people and like expanding something that you started with just a little idea or just something you were doing for yourself. But talk about um, that process or, or getting to that point of knowing when it's time to grow. Well, very interesting. So I haven't really gotten to the point where um, I've hired anybody, um, uh, kind of like staff or anything like that. But I have expanded in the in the sense of uh, working with other people, like partnerships. Like I have these kind of two initiatives we're working on right now, Thought and Methods. I have two business partners with that. And then with Arling Ventures, we have four business partners that I work with. Um, and the expansion in that sense uh, comes from um, delegating more so than anything, like kind of building up certain things and certain tasks and certain activities that um, you and your teammates kind of split up and do. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go through that process, you uh, hopefully you'll be able to look at stuff that you used to do before and be like, okay, I have a uh, like a weak area I need to really balance out in this area. Or you have to learn something new, mm-hmm. um, whether it comes to like learning new communication tools or learning how to, or even learning basically how to interact with different people. All of those are kind of like grow, like growing pains, if you will. Um, so I've been, I've been introduced to that probably over the last year, six months to a year. Um, but one of the more recent like growth and expansion things for me from a technical perspective um, is like learning a new, uh, learning a new skill essentially. So, um, you know, I, I develop websites and one thing I've been doing or rather not been doing was um, trying to stay away from like getting into the e-commerce space because I know staying it's like, away it's from whole, e-commerce. Yeah, no, well, not getting away, but not not opening up that can of worms because I know hmm. how much how, how much more technical stuff it has to go on top of the basic website stuff. Um, but it's something that I couldn't avoid um, anymore. Uh, so but again, that and I'm thankful that kind of happened more strategically because I had a client or two that was willing to kind of know they're new into that space, too. So it was kind of a learning process for both of us. Um, so I was able to learn and kind of grow through that um, expansion, if you will. Um, but going through that process, it was like, yo, it's like, one, this is a whole new world. I didn't even realize how technical it would have been. But I kind of used that going through that process to kind of be like, yo, let me kind of look at everything else I've been doing in a different lens. 
So that going through that thing that I avoided helped me grow into all and do a little, do what I was already initially doing a little bit better with the uh, fresher eyes. Um, but that going to say is like, when do you know when to expand? Sometimes you may see an opportunity and be like, okay, I'm gonna hop on that opportunity and maybe something you've never done before. Or it may be something where like, for whom the bell tool is like, especially for the e-commerce side, it was not really a lot of people who kind of went into that space locally. Um, and it was kind of like, okay, I keep getting this request. Uh, maybe it's time for me to kind of bite the bullet and do that. I kind of feel that way right now with app development. I get a lot of requests for app development. And I tell people that like, I don't really do apps. But like, it's one of the things that I may probably have to grow into soon, at least to get a high level understanding of what's You're going better, on. You better, buddy. <laughs> uh, laptops and, uh, and computers will be obsolete in short order. They almost are already. Yeah. So that, that's basically it. Um, and you never know. Sometimes you can't really fight it. You just got to go with the current, but because I think the more you try to fight that, especially when you get to the point where you need to expand and you need to learn or develop a skill, um, you just got to bite the bullet. But yep, and that's, that's, that's essentially what, I've, uh, what I'm doing. And um, like I was explaining, you know, I started uh, way back in 2012. Uh, been hard to believe. It's almost six years now. And mm. the whole time has just been essentially for the most part me you know a little bit helping there from help hand there from my fiance or maybe some other people during extremely busy times but for the most part it's just been me and i've been i, w I don't want to say avoiding but but that's what it is though i mean i feel like it's denying maybe denying is probably a better word like a, a denial in the sense that you kind of have to go that route i don't i don't even want to say denial let me let me explain it like this okay okay I've said before, especially on this show, that I do have trust issues with people. And like mm -hmm. you stated earlier, a big part of expansion is delegation. You understand? Yeah. And I have this thing where it's like with certain things, I just don't think uh, some people would be better than me at doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I know I have to get over that and move past that and hope to find somebody better than you because they're, they're, chances are you're going to find people better than you at certain things. And right. My whole thing has just been being able to put that complete trust in others to do the job the way you would or better to the standard you want um, and with the integrity and honesty, uh, the level of integrity and honesty that you desire. And, and mm -hmm. it's just been, that has been a fear of mine and a worry as, and that has contributed to me. That is a part of the reason why I've been putting it off for so long. It's like being right. ready to turn certain things over to different people um also the right situation and right timing like having enough money because i'm the type of person i don't like to ask for money and so mm. going to the bank for loans or going to investors for investment uh capital is kind of almost i wouldn't say completely but just about yeah. out, out right just about off the, i wouldn't say completely off the table but that's not yeah, my yeah, style yeah. my one yeah. of my one of my main goals is to do everything, well, not everything, but to do it myself, everything in terms of finances. So do everything right. myself in terms of finances, being able to say, I started this with this amount of money, 
continued to reinvest into the business and was able to build up the capital to expand myself without having to go to uh, banks and investors because a lot of people come up with uh, the excuses that, oh, well, they don't have the capital. Oh, banks are not lending monies to small businesses. Oh, I can't. Uh, investors are not willing to invest in me. And they have these excuses. And so uh, a big part of that also is to kind of erase that excuse for people to, look, to say, well, look, I was able to do it. So therefore you can as well. And so right. that has also been a part of the delay in the expansion because I have to have a certain amount of funds in savings and accessible for uh, to be able to spend and open up a, a store. I got you. You understand? So it's, it's various reasons that are, that are delayed it. So I wouldn't want to say denial. It may be a little bit of denial, but not, you know what I mean, not that much. There are yeah. different factors that contribute to the delaying of, you know, expanding and uh, actually opening my own store. And, and those are just some of the things. Those are the main things that uh, caused it. But um, I, as far as knowing when the time is right, like a lot of things, it was just a feeling. I, like, I really just felt like, listen, this is the time to do it, especially because... When you've been doing it yourself for so long and putting in so many hours, it starts to become extremely taxing. And you can mm -hmm. only do it for so long. You know what I mean? At some point, you're going to burn at, out. At the, at the rate that you started doing it at. Like, exactly. It's like, it's like diminishing returns almost. Yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, at the rate, like, I, 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 I was, I, I don't even want to say it was because I'm still doing it at a ridiculous pace. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to just getting four hours of sleep a day and working for pretty much the rest of the day. Um, it, it is taxing over a period of time. So it's like, I was like, listen, I can't continue to do this for a long period of time. So I have to start now with beginning the process of creating systems to where I'll be able to delegate certain activities to certain people so that I won't have to be doing so much myself. And I can take breaks or take trips and business still goes on as normal. Because currently, when it's just me, if I go away, I take a trip, I stop, income uh, income stops. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all these things, I said, listen, all of these things taken into consideration, now is the time. You have the money here to be able to do it. Um, you're already t you're getting really tired now of doing it all yourself, and you want to be in a position to where you can take a break, but the business still carries on, like the business can survive without you. And so all of these things contributed to me, you know, having this feeling of saying, now is the time. Right now is the time to do it, and if not now, then when? You know what I mean? If you don't start, yeah. then you'll keep you know, contemplating and delaying it. Yeah. Actually, so that's where that's where I'm at too, in terms of. I think it, it's to sum it up in the biggest category is like creating these systems to put yourself in a in a place to do these things, right? So like all the stuff you said before, and it's so crazy because like I've read these before and I've studied, okay, this is what needs to be done, but you still never really pull the trigger on execution, whether it's because it's an ego thing where you don't want to give it away right yet or you feel like only you could do it the right way. All those things kind of factor in, but I think it's good that you still go through those and try to learn how you could do those things because it eventually comes back full circle where it gets to the point where, again, where it feels right and you feel like you have to do it. How I've approached it, especially recently, is that um, because, you know, I've, I've been a big proponent, a big proponent of using virtual assistants. I've used one for a while. I kind of stopped for a little bit um, and then I'm getting ready to do it again. Um, but for this next round of do, using a virtual assistant again, it's like I want to make sure I put these systems in place where they she can know 
step by step what needs to be done. But I didn't approach it essentially that direct. So what I've been doing recently, especially going through, like when I when I opened up this can of worms like e-commerce, I knew this was going to be a huge can that I had to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I went through it initially as to let me, as I learn what I need to do, let me document the steps step by step, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, okay, so I've tried to, I played around with ways that was the best effective way that I could do it where I still do it, but I don't spend too much time documenting it. And it kind of led me to the point where I just use sticky notes. Mm. So basically when I got to a particular task, I kind of wrote a sticky note and I kind of put it in a particular order of what I did for that task. Mm-hmm. And then as I did this, I'd be like, okay, this could work. And then when I put in a sticky note, I would kind of put a digital version online. Um, but I've approached work now as if I do something new or if I've done if I've, if I do something that I've did before and I don't have it documented, I document it now. But something simple, nothing too detailed, not a lot of paragraphs, just at least from my mind, mm-hmm. just putting it in stacks of blocks. I I mean I I'll eventually have to go back and kind of fill in the. Travis, you still there? Look like Travis is frozen. Almost like the program took a screenshot. I cannot hear him, but I can see his picture up. Um, Travis, I don't know if you can hear me, but um, unfortunately, it seems as though you are frozen. I don't know if your internet connection was lost or not. Um, okay, he is joining back. Let me go ahead and add him back here. Move this one. Add this one. Sorry, man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. You just froze um, up. <laughs> but, but, um, but doing it that way, uh, I did it too. So I kind of looked at it as as I do a new project. It was kind of like a, a uh, kind of like doing projects again with fresh set of eyes because not only is the goal to finish that project or to do this task, but now my end goal is for me to document that. So it's almost like collecting these processes and these systems Mm -hmm. and one okay so one thing is documented that but two now i could kind of see in a a stacked view um where i spend a lot of time in a particular task or a project and that allows me to kind of monetize it better better like to really see what the value of that is Mm -hmm. or looking at it and kind of as a a high level view and be like okay i really don't need to do this piece i can still do this this and this and remove this or maybe i need to add that um, and like, again, the, the best way for everybody to kind of do it, if you want to try that, is use sticky notes, like try to do it step by step of what you're doing and then collect it and document it that way. Take a photo of it. But doing it that way gave me fresh eyes on a lot of things. And if I do a similar project or do a similar task, now I could just, um, search what I've done before and then pull that up. And then if I need to modify it for that specific project, I could go ahead and modify that for a specific project. But basically what it's doing is that now I can kind of see at a bird's eye view how these systems work together. So when it comes time for me to either automate it through, you know, using technology or to pass it on to somebody else to do a specific part of that, now I could do that. But that's, and it seems, and it sounds like, and technically it is more work, but now I see it more as an investment of being nice to my future self. Mm. down the line so if i do it now and i always go back like as i did this i went back to the same thing my, my mommy always used to say is like only a, a fool walks twice so basically you know that whole thing where you you go to the grocery store and you try to get out all the bags in one trip mm. 
that's essentially how I'm approaching work right now. I'm trying to get it out in one trip. But once I have it that way, it's documented, it's set in stone, mm-hmm. and I could tailor that and pass it on and kind of have that as a like kind of collecting those processes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, I, and I'm, that's, I'm seeing that as the most important task for me to do right now is to lay the groundwork for a foolproof system that I can yeah. almost integrate like anybody in. And I mean, not saying that they are the best establishments or anything, but the reason why these fast food chains like McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, why they are so successful is because they put together systems, systems that they can just plug just about anybody into and the machine continues to run the way it's supposed to run. So that's that I'm seeing that now as my ultimate mission right now is to Mm. put together a system that is going to be able to plug anybody in and the machine continues to function in the way that it should. So that right now is my biggest challenge. I mean, I, I know hiring is going to be, you know, one, like that's, that's probably the scariest process right now. But before, to make it easier, to make hiring easier, if I already have a system in place, then I think that takes a bit of the burden off of the people you hire because the system works so well that it doesn't have a, a huge amount of stress or burden on them and it, does, it doesn't seem chaotic or one day is one thing, the other day is another thing, there's no confusion, it's clear, concise, and they know exactly what they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to do it, and then that, that creates a, a system for success and to be able to just, you know, like I say, plug in more people and it'll just continue to run out the way it's supposed to. So that's, that's very important is creating that system. And that's, that's the process I'm in right now, trying to figure out, first of all, what it is, everything I'm going to offer. And then once I do that, I got to figure out, you know, pricing. I got to uh, get POS systems like these things. Yeah. I have to get in place before I even think about hiring anybody because I don't want to, I don't want someone to come into a confused environment or uh, will we just trying to figure it out type situation i want them to come in and know exactly what it is they're supposed to do know exactly what the mission is and know exactly how to do it right and like uh so a couple things a a good um a good book that talks about that in like the franchise model if you never read it yet it's called e-myth revisited who the e-myth Revisited. Oh, the E-Myth Revisited. Let me, let me take yeah, that Yes, by uh, Michael Gerber. But basically, that's all he talks about in the book in terms of... Um, so the entrepreneur essentially has these three kind of personalities, the manager, the technician, and the, uh, the entrepreneur, the one that has the vision. And the manager is the one who kind of operates, like who uh, manages the day-to-day operations. And the technician obviously is like the creator, the people who create, you know, know that. And where entrepreneurs get caught up with is that they're, they're the technician, but they need to balance those two different personalities in order for the business to grow. And mm-hmm. um, what he kind of talks about in that book is the franchise model. So like making your standard operating procedures, your steps and your systems, and m- m- essentially removing yourself from the system to take a high level view of it so you can know how to plug somebody in there to make checklists of things that people could do and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good place to do. Uh, another good book to read too is The 4-Hour Workweek with Timothy Ferris, who kind of talks about doing these systems, um, uh, like how to put these systems in place, especially as a solo entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, but bare minimum is that if you, next time you find your, next time you go through a, a particular task that you have to do for your job or your business, 
before you do it again, like as you go to do it, take take a step back and actually write down or jot notes of what you're doing step by step. So you could take a, a you know, a view of that uh, and be like, yo, okay, this is awesome. And if you want to, if you use like tools like Evernote or if you use any other tool to take notes and document it in there and get in the habit of doing that. But once you, once you come across you, once you find that you do it again, you'd be like, oh, I think I have that documented. And then you have that and you could build on that over time. So it's really investing in your future self now. Just add a, it might be an additional 15 and maybe additional 30 minutes that you may add to a particular process, but you'll thank yourself down the line for doing so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's, that's something that I'm going to uh, probably have to incorporate. Because to this point, I haven't been writing anything down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm not, you know, anyone that knows me, I'm, I'm more hands-on uh, practitioner. I like to do, you know, with my hands. And I don't like a bunch of, you know, reading, writing, and all of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. but it's, it's going to be something that I may have to try and see how it works out. Try to incorporate, like you said, I think that's a good, a good thing to do is, you know, write out the steps and everything. Um, right. And keep revisiting it. So um, you could, you know, stay on top of things. So I'll, 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 I'll try to incorporate that um, because I'm, I'm going into new terrain. Um, this is new territory. And so I, I, I'm going to have to incorporate some new things, right. do some different things in order to be able to, you know, get into this new field. So, so I'll definitely look into that um, because it's, it's, it's going to be extremely challenging. Um, again, because it is new. Um, it's, it's different territory and now I'm going to have to delegate and so everything falls back on me even when someone else does something or someone else messes up at the end of the day I'm going to be responsible um, so it's best to do as much groundwork planning as possible um, like Travis said so that it'll benefit you in the future lay the groundwork properly and so that's what I'm in the process of doing and um, it seems as though we uh, lost Travis okay he's coming back here yeah. But um, that's, that's just what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to try new things. I'm going to have to try starting to write down things, plan things out, and, 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 and putting it to pen to paper or not even pen to paper, but digitally, if I can just put it in, right. like you said, Evernote or any other program that works best, I'm going to start to do that. Because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times you have thoughts, you have ideas, you have things, and, and if you don't uh, take them down, you forget them. You know what right. I mean? So you, especially when you're busy, you're doing so much, so much other things comes into your mind and you just forget them. So um, I'm going to probably have to start making a habit of any time an idea or a thought or something pertaining to my business comes to mind, jotting it down, just cre- uh, getting an app or creating a se- section to where I can just put down every single thing that comes to my mind pertaining my business and I could always revisit it. And um, like you said, probably thank myself um, in the future. I'll be able to say, well, it's a good thing I did this. And so that's, that's what yeah. I'm going to start doing. Um, yeah, but it's, like I said, when I, I was, I was, I was trying to go, my, my laptop is in the car, but after I get off the call, I'll show you kind of my brain dump of uh-huh. like most of my processes and mm-hmm. kind of show you how I've been doing it. And probably another time that we bring it up, I could I could clean something up and show it to everybody. But um, definitely, if you have a notebook, that's the best place to start for us. And as you get into that habit over time, you start building those things. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, Travis, I guess you can wrap this one up. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining. I thought I was going to be talking to myself today. You know, I don't like doing no, that. <laughs> but I appreciate it. You always give some good advice, some good contributions. Um and yeah, uh, let me read uh, the the few comments that we did have. Um, 
We have uh, Vigilante H Matrix said, Travis, that method makes one more efficient for the future tasks, time management, better business and value. And he also said 18 digital stickers on my computer background. So I guess he uses the digital sticky notes. Um, yeah. So, you know, everyone has everyone has their method. You know what I mean? Whatever works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like everybody. That's the crazy thing about as you as you learn your processes. And I, I get very uh, um, I get very reserved when I try to tell somebody to do things a particular way because everybody has a different flow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to kind of mainstream that for other people. The only thing you could do is kind of provide your uh, advice. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to kind of like breathe down, oh, you have to do it this way right, or you right. should do it this way because everybody have a different process. Right. Everybody have a different Right, for sure. Well, once again, good conversation. Thank you so much, Travis. Um, and thank you guys uh, that did tune in. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we ask that you please share the page, share the video, like the page, follow us. Um, we do this every Thursday. Again, I apologize. Last week, last week got so hectic. Uh, listen, I couldn't make it uh, back in time to do the show. Um, going forward, um, I don't know how it's going to work out going forward because, like I say, with this new venture... I'm going to have even less time and it's going to be a lot more time consuming. So um, we're going to try and figure out how we move from this point forward in terms of the show. uh, We'll discuss that. And also, like, if you as our audience are there, give us any thoughts. Would you like to see a little bit more or hear about more? All that kind of helps us build this process to keep the show going. Obviously, share with your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And and yeah, but yeah, we'll talk about it, Greg. For sure. All right, Travis. Thanks again. And until next time, people, you know, we always end. Losers make excuses. Winners make adjustments. Stop making those excuses. Go ahead and make the necessary adjustments. If you indeed want to be successful or achieve the things that you set out to achieve, making excuses doesn't help in any way, shape, or form. So make the adjustments that you need to make. And for sure, you will see those things come to fruition. Peace out.